It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ and my hammers eleven. Hope you are all safe and well. That's all. That's what matters at the moment. That's what's important. If you're new channel, please subscribe and hit the bell icon to make it to put new content on. As always, I think I love a channel sponsor. Untuck it. Check them out in the description below. Another fantastic my hammers eleven episode coming up, um, and I'm really, really happy to to introduce you to to Harry. Hi, Harry. How are you? Hello. Yeah, not bad, mate. Thank you for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on, my man. Um, how are you? How's things with you, mate? Generally. Good, yeah, good. Uh, busy, but but good. But still got time to watch the matches, so I can't complain. That's pretty much all uh, all I can ask for at the moment. Yeah, and it, it's a bit like a we have had this sort of deluge of football, haven't we? There's like football yeah. where it's like three or four games a day, and it, it's you know I'm actually uh, it's funny because obviously you know we're coming to the end of the season and we're going to have nothing for about two weeks where we're going to be like, and then the Euros start, and then we'll have it all over again. So. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah, but I still think those two weeks are going to be weird, aren't they? Even yeah. so, even 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 with the Euros on the horizon, those two weeks are still going to be quite strange, I think. Just because, like you say, there's just been... I mean, there's been more than anyone can possibly watch. I've got mates who have somehow managed to pretty much catch every Prem game, and I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you can do it. I, can't, I, I just get a little bit... I think I get complacent to it, so I'll, I'll literally, mm-hmm. you know... I'll forget. I go, oh, look at the, there's been three games on. And I'm like, how have I missed three games? You know, it's like, and, yeah. and it's almost like, like the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Don't bring religion into it, but you know, you, okay, okay we've got all oh, this games on. Okay. So let me go to Sky. It's not on Sky. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to BT Sport. Okay. Mm. Amazon Prime. <laughs> That, that's the hardest part sometimes, finding the actual match, yeah. isn't it? You've got to find it first before you can even watch it. It's so true, and then they throw a curveball and put it on BBC One. Curveball, yeah. you know, it's like what's going yeah. on? You know, they're really getting the dross, bless them, on their old BBC <laughs> website. But, um, but yeah, no, it's 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 weird. As you said, these two weeks we're gonna, you know, particularly as all the shops are open, and mm. you know, we'll be able to have restaurants inside. We'll be having 
partners will be dragging us left, right, and centre until the Euros start. Um, and then, yeah, then we have the Euros, and then that's it until August. So we've only got like a really like, then we have like a few weeks off again, and then it starts all yeah. over again. So um, we can't complain. I can't complain. But uh, no, I'm looking forward. I'm not a massive England fan, I'll be honest. I'm not like, when England play, I'm not like, you know, for like a, I don't know, friendly or, uh, or you know the league of nations or it's not league of nations no but you know what i mean nations league that's it yeah, league of nations yeah, yeah. completely different <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh, the nations league i don't really watch it but I, as soon as a tournament comes in i'm proper like all in you know face painted you know and then yeah. i'll be out of it until until the next next tournament but uh yeah it's looking good and west ham have done all right haven't we harry we've done all right this season well, that's the thing, and I was I was going to say actually, I'm I'm very similar to you with with England. It's like you know, if if lockdown rules were still hard, I don't know if I'd I'd watch a match. But now that obviously we can get indoors with people, for me, England is more about being with people, uh, watching it than the actual than than watching it. Um, you know, it's about the atmosphere that you can create at home if you can't get there. But yeah, West Ham, it's been it's been mental for me. I mean, I uh, I'm a, I'm a very new fan. You know, I kind of came in around. Not sure if it's 16, 17 or 17, 18 season. I think probably 17, 18 is where I really kind of started paying attention. So for me, you know, this is, uh, well, other than I think there was a 10th position finish recently, I think. But uh, but for me, this is kind of like the first, you know, big push uh, that I've seen from the club. Um, I mean, yeah, 10th is top half. But, you know, I would, for me, this really feels kind of like the first top half uh, well finish that, that I'm going to see, which is which is amazing. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, it, it would be. I mean, you've had you've had a few relegation battles, bless you. Um, yeah. But you know, it's I, I liken it to obviously your music man and stuff like that. I liken it to playing the guitar. Being a West Ham mm. fan, you have to build up the calluses on your fingers. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to because otherwise it hurts all the time. Eventually, you can play for hours and and not realize you know you're, you're playing yeah. for hours. And that's being like a West Ham fan. You've you got to build that callus up. So you have yeah. to sort of say you're used to this. You know, so like as you said, this season is just mental. It's just mental, and uh, I, hear, I yeah, I hear that a lot. And and to be honest, I mean, I I think maybe because I had less of a more football intense childhood than a lot of my mates who you know have been yeah. into their clubs for, for decades. So, but to be honest, I'm you know a lot of them obviously get really disheartened by a loss. To be to be honest, you know, as much as obviously I always want always want the boys to win, and you know that's a much nicer match to watch than one where they get an absolutely yeah. thrashed. But thankfully, I haven't been too many of those. Uh, recently but um but but still uh, you know it's one of those things I'm, I'm always excited excited to watch them to be honest um and maybe that's part of being a new fan that the you know the excitement is still very much there for every match but i don't know uh, i can't see that going anytime soon so i'm really enjoying, yeah. enjoying watching i don't think i don't think it is i think it's, i think people i think we have this i think we have this sort of inherent um sort of excitement so you know it's it's for me it, it, you, I mean, this season has been a bit different, obviously, um, because we've mm. actually played quite well. And um, obviously, for most people, they haven't been able to go to the stadium. So, but but still, yeah. when I if we haven't performed well, and I come home, my wife knows we haven't performed well because, or she doesn't need to ask how the match has gone, because I'll I'll basically, you know on the series link match the day um and and soccer su- and sunday supplement and all that so the goals on sunday or they'll all be no no i don't want to be repeated but then you know and then sunday i'll be moping i'll, I'll read the paper I'll read the match report mm. and then monday i'm up again 
because like, oh, who we got on who we got on Saturday, who's got the weekend you know so and, and yeah. i think every west ham still the same fans still the same this year is obviously different you know as soon as one match is finished you know you want them to see you want to see another match because we're playing so well and and the mm. team are playing so together but uh yeah i don't think you'll ever lose that i don't think you ever lose it um some well, people some people some people claim to you know it's been a bit mature but the fact is they you know if you said to anyone you can go you know you're not going football this week they'll be like what i can't go to west ham what 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 but you know they <laughs> it's part and parcel of their of their their sort of their saturdays it's their release and and yeah. so to speak and um i think as soon as i can't you know i can't one buzzing for for everyone to come back into the stadium and and see a team that everyone's happy to and proud to see mm-hmm. play and i think it's um i think it's the it's the you've i think you've come in at the right time because you've seen us at our lowest point and i'm feeling there's this turn there's going to be a turn and it's going to be um an upturn in our fortunes prolonged um for, for a number of seasons so you've done well to hook to, to jump on you know, you're such a glory yeah, hunter, basically, Harry. Proper, you know. Exactly, exactly. And th- do you know what's hilarious as well is I was gonna, I was, I wanted to talk about that at some point because I don't know if this is a recent thing, right? But I didn't grow up with any West Ham fans, and and what's strange about that is that the, um, as far as I'm aware, anyway, I hope I get this right, but I'm, the Kingsland Irons Club here, as I'm from a tiny town called Kingsland. Yeah. From what I'm told, I'm not. I'm not part of it. Obviously, I don't. I don't feel like I've kind of earned my uh, my stripes to go to stripes. you know be part of a club just yet. But but hopefully soon. But um, but my, my girlfriend's father is is part of it, and and I'm pretty sure they're like one of the biggest, maybe like second biggest or something in in the country for. And and we're a tiny town, so there's a lot around. But for some reason, yeah. actually, all I was friends with at school were kind of Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man U, yeah. Spurs fans. So. No, I didn't know a single a, a single West Ham. To be honest, I didn't even know a Norwich fan, and I live in Norfolk. So I mean, um, yeah, you're not far is, away, yeah. <laughs> so so it is quite funny that now uh, I go into West Ham. Obviously, watched a couple of uh, yeah, not so nice seasons, and now suddenly they're they're doing really well. And this is the season actually that I've paid the most attention to as well. Yeah. Um. So it's uh it's been it's been really you know really really good, but. I, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm hope, really hoping I can go and uh, and see some more matches in in person. I mean, this is a, a terrible, terrible thing to admit. But I, I, I obviously I never got to go to Upton Park. I, you know, I wasn't I wasn't supporting back then, sadly. Um, but I lived. One of the things that kind of spurred me on to become a fan was I lived right near the stadium. So I lived in in Stratford in the Olympic Village, um, yeah. and obviously every weekend you could just hear you know the stadium erupt when there was a goal. It was it was fantastic. We could see the stadium from from our flat. Um, while I was there, though, I was just—I mean, London, you know, East London, lots of things. So I was just too poor to go to the matches, to be honest. <laughs> just couldn't afford the tickets. Um, so we only managed to get to one while we were there, and it was right on our doorstep. Um, and then, obviously, COVID and everything. And now I'm just waiting for that next chance to go back. You know, yeah. so a lot of my watching of, of West Ham has, has been on TV, and and I'm still the matches still just hook me so much. So I'm really excited to see how that. You know, comes across because when I went to go and watch that match, it was one of the first. That was right at the start of me supporting West Ham. Was when yeah. I went to go and see that match. So now that I'm way more invested, I'm dying to go back into the stadium. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean totally, and, you, and it makes sense as well for me. You know, I can totally get that. Um, and and, and I think, I mean, you know, the, the fact is, you know, I've interviewed people all over the all over the world, Harry. You know, and and, and doing this channel, and some of them will never go into the the borough of Newham ever you know yeah. what i mean so but but it doesn't matter they, they're just as passionate as anyone else i think that's what really you know sort of 
this whole interviewing you know, hundreds and hundreds of fans has shown that you know every, every just such a crazy bunch of fans and um mm. and it's funny it's funny i always go we we, we love going down to the caravan um in caster so you know caster yeah. on sea i love my caster yeah. on sea caravan and i see more west ham fans there and i probably do yeah. all church to be fair because there it seems <laughs> there's a a big sort of not expat community but a lot of people moved out into the into into you know, the norfolk area and stuff like that yeah. it's not massively far away from london um yeah. and and yeah i i literally yeah it's, it's ridiculous my, my wife hates, yeah she loves it and hates it at the same time she loves the fact that people stop me all the time in the you know in norfolk <laughs> oh hello russ how you doing i don't know no idea they are no idea whatsoever but it's uh you'll have to make it. a guest appearance at the, at the kings and irons club after after pop your name in a hat or something you have to come down we'll and see to. we'll have to i'll be back there in june we're going no, where are we going august 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 mm. for a week for a week yeah. so i'll say to the missus oh let's just go to king's Lynn for the day yeah, well, I'd say that, um, it, you know, it might be, I, I always wondered if it's because obviously we don't, <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I say we don't have a, a Premier League side near us, but obviously Norwich are kind of 50-50 a Premier League yeah. side. They spent what half their time talking in it. About, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and obviously they're going back into it now. But I mean, you know, our nearest clubs, I mean, Cambridge United, are, I, I think they're maybe League Two, National League. Then we've got, obviously, our team, Kings Lynn, now in the National League, uh, hoping to yeah. stay in it. And then we've got Ipswich, obviously, not doing so great um you know further down so there's if you want to support a premier league side that's in the premier league you know kind of pretty much year after year um then you know who you're going to choose and then how do you make that decision um and i think a lot of people with the with the train connection obviously london clubs make sense you know we have one train it goes straight into king's cross of course um so you know a lot of people i think gravitate towards the london clubs and, and a lot of people have moved here out of london as well so they come from kind of east london i mean the amount of of families that I know from East London, the guy who makes my music is a gigantic West Ham fan. Yeah. The whole family are because they're all from East London. So, um, yeah. so yeah, you, you, they just all come to Norfolk, I suppose. Well, I suppose yeah. It's, it's you know, to be honest, if I'm in this, I know it's a West Ham podcast, but we never talk about West Ham really in these things. But for <laughs> for me, you know, it's it's really weird when I drive to when I drive to Caster. I always feel like I'm coming home. It's really weird. I, I you know, I, yeah. I like, I, I don't like because it's, it's, I don't know whether because it's, it's the broads and you know, it's just the pace mm. of life is a little bit, a little bit slower and it's, it really suits me. Yeah. Uh, and it's the only place I have fish and chips. It's the only place is in Norfolk. I don't like, I don't eat yeah. fish and chips outside yet. Chips here. It's Stalham, <laughs> Stalham fish and chips, Stalham Broadlands fish and chips plate. Oh, it's a, oh, honestly, my mouth waters on the way down yeah. on the on the older A eleven. Oh, I can't wait. I literally will be there through or in, in chroma chroma is quite nice i like the, the number oh, one yeah. chroma is quite good that's quite good yeah anyway no, this is, no, anyway, this is a fish and chip review how are you <laughs> <laughs> onto food onto food Branching reviews out. yeah <laughs> quick segment Branching out exactly you've got to diversify your portfolio yeah i mean you know you, you're you know you're an influence you're in the in the, in the influencing <laughs> game you know how it all works but uh no it's true um but so so you know you said you were a relatively new west ham fan so so mm. how how did that happen how did it happen yeah so it was all all entirely through my girlfriend's family really I, again it, because i think because you know with with the guy i was saying to you a second ago the guy who produces my music is is a west ham fan his dad is yeah. is a you know lifelong west ham fan too whole family are um so whenever i was 
making music with him often that would be in at the night time kind of you know in the early hours but if there was ever if it was ever saturday afternoon or if it's late kickoff or whatever it might be he would stick them on i'd watch them um and you know i'd have fun watching them but because that wasn't you know i wasn't with him every week that was kind of once every few months it wasn't constant enough and then as i was saying earlier as well with like with england obviously i found that I get into it more when watching mates. That doesn't mean that then I got into it enough to then watch it by myself. But that's what's happened with West Ham is I kind of needed people to watch it with who were passionate about the club um, to kind of inspire, I guess, that passion in me. And that's yeah. that's what happened, really. You know, I, I watched it just as a complete neutral, someone who, you know, has never been very good at football, but always, you know, enjoyed watching it, really. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I started watching it with my girlfriend, her brother, obviously, and, and sister as well. Uh, sister's a female footballer uh, who plays for for Kings Lynn actually here and and they're you know the whole family are massive West Ham fans and um, yeah, as I said especially the the dad um, who's part of the uh, the Kings Lynn Irons club and you know just watching them get into it and that got me into it and then I started want, wanting to watch and then you know it, it, one thing leads to another you start planning your uh, your weekend around it making sure that you're home at 8 p.m for the late kickoff or, or yeah. you know in the right place to watch it um, and it just slowly went from there. You know, I don't think there was ever a time where I kind of woke up and thought, that's it, you know, from now I'm a West Ham fan. Um, but equally, it did happen quickly. It was kind of, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I watched a, a whole season. Um, but a lot of the time, again, it came down to not having the time to watch the matches. So through lockdown yeah. is when it really kind of kicked in because gotcha. I've had more time than ever to watch them yeah. um, on the TV. And, and you know, I, I don't know how many I've missed this season, but... I imagine it's one or two, you know, I've watched yeah, pretty yeah. much every game. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's it's just been fantastic to kind of be able to give it some time and properly get into it and start to learn more about the players and, and how they play and, you know, see obviously everything Moyes is doing. And, you know, I, I grew up a lot of the time not having a clue what my mates were talking about when they spoke about yeah. football. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I collected match attacks cards That'll come up later, actually, when when I talk about my team. But I collected match attacks cards, but I had no idea who I had and who I was trading. You know, I didn't know anything about it when I was kind of 10 or 11. Um, And now being able to kind of, it's nice. I feel like West Ham has kind of, you know, there's West Ham are spoken about quite a lot. They make quite a lot of um, decisions that, you know, attract kind of press attention. And if I look at my group chats, for example, when they're talking about football, a good chance it's it's something to do with West Ham, obviously, especially with like Lingard and stuff this season. But um, yeah. it's it's given me a, a really, you know, really nice thing to kind of talk to people about, I found. You know, it's definitely kind of helped me, um, you know, have more conversations about football just from – and I, I haven't dedicated loads of time to other teams. It's just West Ham that I'm interested yeah, in, really. Yeah, yeah, I get, it. I get you. I get you. And but also, cool. yeah, yeah, I sort of understand. You know, just, you know, it's sort of like – there's a few people we've interviewed, actually, who are, who are sort of like um, – there's a guy called Jake we interviewed a while ago, and, and the same thing happened. It was like it wasn't necessarily, but he was a late bloomer, so to speak. You know, he wasn't really into football, or he would play football, or but he wasn't really. Ta- and then just slow, ever so slowly, it was almost like through osmosis. You know, and you probably had that osmosis because you had your, you know, you, yeah. you had your father, you know, technically your father-in-law type thing, or not yet. Who knows? Yeah. You know, maybe she might be a lucky <laughs> lady soon. Um, and then you had your, your friends, and and obviously the guys you work with, and it's just all yeah. sort of like draws into you before you know it you're you know you're a season ticket holder for 30 years because it just happens yeah. like that you know <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
and but that's that's but that's it. That is exactly it. And as you said, you've got something different to talk to, to communicate with people with. You know, where it was almost yeah. it was always all how you know we won't talk about football because of how Harry doesn't know not what he's talking. But you know, now it's yeah. you, you're involved and and you're learning, and yeah. I'm the same. I, you know, obviously I've, I was a fan since the early nineties, but obviously there's a huge period of 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 football which I have no obviously you know reference point for it obviously before yeah. 92 onwards and sort of yeah. doing this channel is sort of done similar things to you, what, you, what you're going through at the moment in yeah. terms of understanding about the players and history and, and and finding out about you know certain players who i never heard of and people talk really highly of and all that type of stuff and you just you just learn and it's um and everyone sort of I mean, you'll you'll see it now. Obviously, you know, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that, quite a lot. You know, the the West Ham fan base are, are a really unique bunch of guys, basically, and ladies. Yeah. Um, and they 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 love people learning about the history because that's one thing that people are always yeah. concerned about is, you know, oh, we're losing our history, we're losing identity. So when people want to find out more about it, you know, there's there's, mm. there's some great guys out there who know, who are basically encyclopedias. And yeah. and you know I, I I lean to them quite a lot and 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 they mm. they give me their, their their knowledge and stuff like that and and that's and I, you know I just I love it I, I love I love it and I love talking to people all over the world about West Ham and you know where sort of you ha- West Ham has sort of chosen you by proxy um, yeah there's some people out there who have literally gone right okay I want to support a Premier League or an EPL league you know team because they're in america um yeah. and they just pick west ham and they just pick them and you know because they haven't won anything and there and but it's it's the same doesn't matter where you come from in terms of the journey you end up supporting the club and it's and that's what it is it's a massive community and yeah. now you're part of it you'll you'll love it even more because everyone helps each other out and yeah. uh and obviously i know yeah. you know you know charlie and people like that as well so you know they're all part of the west ham family and there's loads yeah. of us, man. We're all over the place. Yeah, it is interesting. You say, like I was saying, you know, that when I was growing up, I didn't know anyone who yeah. was saying, you know, I support West Ham. Now it seems to be everyone I meet is a West Ham fan. Yeah. You know, everyone I get introduced to. And and like you say, it is. it seems like a really friendly bunch. You know, I've always found um, that a lot of kind of the, the football football supporters in in other clubs have maybe been a bit like gatekeepy they want to like keep it to themselves um and whilst you know there's definitely people who want to kind of preserve the history of the club they still also want to welcome in people at the same time and but make them part of that is what i found people would rather rather than be like oh no don't bother now because you kind of missed it and we just want it for us they're more like no come in and also here's what you need to know you know people have I've always made kind of the time to explain things, which has, you know, been really, really nice. And it makes me feel like I've kind of haven't missed out on, on as much as I have, because I've missed out on so many exciting things. I mean, I didn't even see Pirate play, you know, I didn't even, I missed that season. And, um, and everyone talks about that season. That's like, you know, when everyone, everyone talks about West Ham in the past kind of like decade or so, that's like the one thing they talk about. And I'm just sat there thinking, I haven't got any clue, but people have, you know, have spoken to me about it to kind of bring me up to speed. And I think, I don't know if I'd if you'd get that with a with another club. I, I don't know. I, I definitely didn't feel like I got that from you know when I tried to support Liverpool, Stoke, Norwich, the various clubs I tried to kind of get into growing up. No one ever kind of offered that that hand that like they have with West Ham. So. Oh well, just because that's who we are, isn't it? Mm. That's just that's just exactly. West Ham fans. Always always happy. <laughs> always welcoming. 
always welcome. Best bunch. I mean, and yeah. I, that's why. And you know, because obviously we do, we do we do our lunchtime shows and we do a lot of other stuff. And it's not just West Ham fans who get involved in the channel. I know it's a West Ham channel primarily, but we get Arsenal fans and Liverpool fans and Chelsea fans and Tottenham fans, and they all come on and have a giggle. And Crystal Palace fans because. I think we're just a, a, a strange bunch of fans in that we've won bugger yeah. all, and but we're just so passionate and we just so we have this sort of like proper West Hamness about us, you know, this East End approach. Oh well, well, it doesn't matter. Well, we'll do it next. Do it next year, you know. We'll, we'll be back, you know, the cheeky Cockney and all that type of stuff. And and I think that's why people follow us. But it's um, mm. you know, it's, it's a good club to be in. You pick the right club, Harry. I, I feel like I did, yeah. Good decision. Good. Well, yeah, you can't really. I'm mean, being funny now with the with the girlfriend and the and the, uh, the girlfriend's dad as well. You can't really say I'm going to be a Tottenham fan. That's what I was just going to say. It'd be awkward if I said, "Yeah, I came in and said, yeah, I'm Spurs." I don't know if I even got through the front door. <laughs> yeah, I've decided. I've, I've I've taken into account everything, uh, and I'm going Millwall. Yeah, I get back. <laughs> Her, um, her my girlfriend's godfather as well is uh, is a massive West Ham fan, and their whole oh. family as well. So it would just just would have been a nightmare. <laughs> I'm quite glad it came in. Yeah, I had to come be, in neutral, really. Yeah, you have to. It'd be like a seating yeah. plan, and everyone would be yeah. there. And Harry, you just had a one man on his one table on his own. Yeah, just turn allowed. to the corner. Just turn to the corner. The chair in the corner. There we go. That's that's where you're sitting, Harry. That's it. The big <laughs> Dunce's hat on. But anyway, anyway, let's let's talk about your hammers eleven, right? So as I said, everyone we get on the channel um, puts an eleven together. Now I think you're in a unique position in that you haven't got a huge num- number of players to pick from, but I oh. think it'll be quite interesting because I think you know because it's again it's people you 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 know now that you who you think would be you know. You, you happy to you pleased to see with, and there's been a few sub signings coming recently and stuff like that as well. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's I mean, even now, and I'm being funny, even with the current first team, you can make two or three teams with our first team based on positions. So it'd be interesting to get a, um, a first person's uh, perspective, an early person's perspective, right? So, we'll start off in goal, okay. I could probably Sounds guess like the goalkeeper, but yeah, but I think yeah, you probably unless Roberto <laughs> takes a take, unless Roberto <laughs> takes a, a very unusual turn for for events. Um, yeah, who who will be in goal for the Harry Eleven? Yeah, it's going to be Fabianski. I mean, you, you you guessed it already. Um, I've seen the visual come up pretty much straight away. Uh, because <laughs> it's uh, you, you knew I was going there. Like I said, this squad is going to be um predominantly most yeah, more recent players. There are two players from years gone by. Um, but it, it's mainly going to be modern players. But still, there are reasons for it. Um, I think for Fabianski, to be honest, I, I, def- I, I see him as uh, as a really quite stable, quite consistent keeper. Yeah. Um, I do remember there was, a, there was a bit of a spell. I can't remember if it was towards the beginning of this season or the end of last where... He, um, he had the, I couldn't. I don't know if he was doing this consciously, if it was part of his decision making. But he just seemed to be rushing out really quickly. The ball would kind of oh, trickle yeah. towards. I know he, what you he mean. just went through yeah. this phase, a few weeks of just constantly just oh, running out yeah. to get balls he was never going to get to. Um, he seems to have stopped that now. You, yeah. It was hard to watch, but um, but other than with with that, you know, again, I'm no expert. You know, I wouldn't have a decision to make then, so I can't really criticise it. I just think he's just got. You know, a safe pair of hands, great work ethic. I'd never see him. You know, there's definitely a couple of players in the squad, despite the incredible kind of camaraderie in, in the squad, especially as it is now. There are still a couple who maybe put their heads down a bit in the, you know, during a bad performance. And yeah. don't really see that from Fabianski. Um, no. You know, he doesn't take the mick. Um, he, you know, he, he, he knows how to run the clock down without kind of being too cheeky, which, you know, even though when it's your own team, obviously you don't mind it. When it's the other team, 
it annoys me. So when West yeah. Ham are doing it, I'm, I'm always thinking, what are the opposition thinking? They're, they're livid right now. But I, yeah. I don't think he does that very much. And I, you know, I just think he yeah. just seems like a level-headed guy. And I think that's what yeah. you need in goal. A model, a model professional. I think Fabianski is. I think he's a yeah. model professional. I think he's very, very good. He, he's actually in my team. So despite the fact that we haven't, that, you know, I've been a fan since the early nineties, he's still in my. Mm. He's in my team because he's, he's. I think he's, he's the best goalkeeper I think I've ever seen um, for West Ham. Most consistent as well. Sure, sometimes yeah. we have had, had, had a few, Lydia McCloskey, and, and we've had David James, and Robert Green. We've had some good goalkeepers, mm. Uciaska Linen, but he just seems. Although I know what you mean about the rushing out. And also, the last few games, he's, he seems to have t- takes quite a heavy touch. So when the ball comes to him, yeah. to like, you know, he, he it's like, oh, it just seems to be like, uh, just literally like maybe 20 centimetres too heavy in front. And yeah. it, just, it just slightly worries me. The Burnley game particularly, he did that a few times. And I, my heart was mm. in my mouth a little bit. But uh, it's the same for all goalkeepers, I suppose. It's, they're the last line of defence, really, isn't it? They make a mistake and yeah. everyone knows about well, this it. Thing. I mean, that's and that's why I rate them so high because I mean, you look at previous seasons where we haven't performed so well, but Fabianski is still part of the squad, and you think, well, Fabian, yeah. Fabianski can't have been the problem. You know, if we're if we're uh, you know a, you know a, a Europa almost almost pushing the Champions League. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I really thought I really thought it was going to happen, um, but you know, if we if we were to be a Europa side, I think, and you've got Fabianski, but then you've also got similar squad with Fabianski and who can finish kind of right at the bottom of the table well that's not Fabianski's yeah. fault no. so I think that just shows that he is he is a, a keeper capable of being in a, in a squad that high up there up the table definitely definitely right okay Fabianski's in let's let's go with your first defender who's your first defender gonna be right okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for the for the throwback right away and actually this is one that um that that Charlie uh, Roxburgh chose as well, but for uh, a slightly different reason. For for me, it's just sentimental value, and it's Rio Ferdinand. Oh, um, Rio Ferdinand. And I have to go with Ferdinand just because he's all. I mean, in my limited football knowledge when I was growing up, he was one of the icons. Um, you know, but unfortunately, uh, at that time he was at Man United. But I remember him being like just this rare match attacks card. Again, all of my football knowledge when I was growing up came from match attacks cards. And he was one of the shiny ones. You know, you got you got him. That was rare. I actually looked just before this call to see, because I don't know if I still got my match attacks cards. But there's like mint, mint versions of, of Rio Ferdinand, like shiny match attacks, like 150, 200 quid for the card. That's mental. Um, so mental he's got those cards. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. He's rivaling like Pokemon level of, uh, of hype with the cards. But, you know, he was... He was an icon for a reason and one of the players that even if you didn't know football you knew about rio anyway um because he just was a bit of a wall in defense really you know he just he knew what he was doing he he had a you know quite a presence um you could tell what in the few matches that i would have seen him play i always remember you know him being kind of the one that if they could get past the rest of the defenders it was rio they were going to struggle with um and I, i just remember thinking you know i was I didn't have many Man U fans, most uh, friends, um, most of them were Liverpool, to be honest. Um, but I remember them, I still remember them all respecting and thinking highly of Rio, even when you're a, even though when you're kind of a 10 year old football fan and it's, your, you know, a rival team, all you want to do is slate the entire other, course, yeah. <laughs> other team. Um, 
Rio Ferdinand always always still came out clean um, when they were talking about Man U. So so yeah, I'd have him. I'd have him back. He can uh, he can join the uh, lineup for for one more game. Oh, we'll let him. In. We'll let Rio in. He, yeah. he was in mine. So you picked two of my ones already. So there we go. You're doing quite well. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I mean, the football cards. I, I I've got a little bit into not into it, but I, mm. I think through, through lockdown because basically because obviously Jack does his cards, mate, doesn't he? So I, yeah, I, yeah. I was no no Jack quite well. So I've been watching that. I just mm. don't. I just don't get it. I just it's literally. Crazy. It was like one. He was like, oh, and and I and I track, tracked it on. It was like a a color burst, Hallett Harland or something like that. And yeah. I tracked it on eBay. It was going about fifteen hundred quid, and it was yeah. like you know someone to put like a bid in, but they were like bidding for. It's, it's a bit of you know. It's like mm. you know, I've got. It's like you know, I, I, I sort of you know, like these. I've got the like these ones. Uh, Jack sent me some, yeah. and it's like I have no idea what I'm doing. But anyway, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's well, mental. Hold on to them. <laughs> hold on to them. I hold on to my rookie, rookie Joe Bryan red. There we oh, go. Right, yeah. No idea what Fantastic. that means. Fantastic. Was that Fulham? Did I just see a Fulham yeah, gift box? Fulham, yeah, Fulham, and and Sebastian Haller on a prison. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Keep him. He'll be worth yeah. some money. Never know. That's that's my retirement <laughs> fund. So we'd right. Okay, put Rio in. Who's next then, Harry? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so next up, I'm going to put uh, Ogbonna. Um, yeah. I'm sure. very glad to have him back in, in the squad. I think, again, I think Ogbonna, similarly to what I was talking about with kind of like Rio's presence, there's a real presence about him, obviously partly down to, you know, kind of his height, but I think also, you know, he's quick on his feet. He's got a great head. Um, yeah. You know, he, he uh, in the air, you know, are you going to beat him? Probably not. You know, he's normally he's normally going to get there. And I think, you know, Dawson's done a, done a great job, um, uh, you know, of, of kind of being in the air too, and and you know, and, and sorting things out. Um, but again, I just think that Ogbonna was like such a. He's been so great to watch play personally. I just think yeah. he's you know, he's, again, he's really controlled. He never seems to kind of break a sweat. He just knows where the ball's going every time, and he wants to send it up. Um, he's great at making play as well. I think you know, kind of making sure that he's not one of those defenders who's always in a rush to kind of just boot it up to the, to Antonio and see what he can do with it. He's um he sticks to the strategy, I think. You know, he does yeah. he does kind of wanna they want to play from the back and, and push it forward slowly and kind of wait for their moment. And and I think he is kind of an integral part of that. And I do wonder if that's why performance, you know, again it's not all one man, so I wouldn't say it's it's the sole reason why performance has maybe slipped a little bit the past few matches. But it does make me wonder is that has that got something to do with, you know, with it not having that kind of that experience as well in, yeah. in the back, um, yeah, they're kind of seeing things right. So, uh, so yeah, he's got to be part of of my eleven. No, I agree. I agree. No, I think he's yeah. I totally agree. I, I totally agree with the sentiment as well. I think he is probably yeah. I mean, we we saw chopped and changed this season, haven't we? Centre back positions with injuries and suspensions mm. and stuff. And I think that's the detriment of of the team. I think, but uh, no, yeah, I think so far so good, my man. So far so good. Who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? Right. Well, this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back uh, the the rookiness because uh, I have no idea here if um, if I'm gonna be uh, putting in 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 the right players in terms of who wants to play on the right and left. So I just have to deal with it. But <laughs> but but we're gonna put uh, we're gonna put Sufal in, um, which means that Sushek yeah. is obviously coming up later as well. Because um, <laughs> I, I just feel like their partnership's fantastic. But but yeah. Sufal's in. Um, main reason for me is. I think obviously, I mean, the bond that he has with with Suchek on and off the pitch, I think, is something that is just such an important part of it. Lovely. And and recently, actually, 
yeah i've seen i've seen a ton of of the team kind of you know enjoying things together and i think it's so good to see that that bond between the squad but these two obviously they have fantastic a fantastic bond the attitude i think that that Sufal has is just unlike anyone else in the Prem, you know, and he's scary as well, which I think is just what you need in in that back line and, and coming up. And and that's the other thing as well. He just seems to be everywhere when you need him. But, you know, normally yeah. that would maybe be, you know, it, it could worry a bit. Sometimes, you know, West Ham and maybe it's not like they've all pushed up and Fabianski's in the box too, but somehow Sufal is putting a cross into the box and you think, where have you come from? But he's back when you need him as well. So he's clearly got a lot of a lot of pace, a lot of stamina. Um, but I just think in terms of intimidating strikers, I mean, you watch when we played Villa, um, must have been a couple of months ago now, and Grealish couldn't do anything because yeah. Sufau was just on him and he just wouldn't let him do any, he wouldn't let him do anything. Um, obviously, unfortunately, because, uh, you know, Grealish knew how to play it and knew to, knew to go down when he needed to. But in terms of actually letting him break through and have kind of a one-on-one with Fabianski or anything like that, there's no chance because you know Sufau was it just isn't that player to kind of let that happen. So yeah, I think uh, I think he's, it would be a very sad day if uh, if him or or Suchek, um were to go um, or any of any of these uh, that I'm going to put in. But yeah, I'd, I'd hate to see him him leave. He's such a great player. No, I, no, I think he's yeah, I totally agree. I think he, he's my pick for Hammer of the Year this year. I think as well, Sufau and and I mm. think he's um, to be honest, you know, thinking about it, I may well have. Uh, you know, I think I, I might eventually. He will end up probably being in my 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 eleven soon because he, you know, he's yeah. only been there this season. But you know, I think the way he, the trajectory he's he's making, I think it, clearly he's going to be a a very a very important player for us for for years to come. I hope, and uh, mm. he's brilliant. I, and, I, and I tell you, I agree with the sentiment of him and Suchek. It's lovely. I just have, I find it yeah. lovely. They, they they're yeah. so good friends. You know, it's really really yeah. sweet. Okay, so we've got Sufa. We've got Ferdinand Agbona. Who's next? Okay, so last in defence is going to be Fredericks, um, and Ooh. I'm going to put him in there. Yeah, a bit of a curveball, and there's a there's a bit of a I guess a bit of a strange reason, really. But I think that this, in my head, this makes sense. But I don't know. I don't know. To someone more to someone more experienced, it might not make any sense. But I mean, as a player, I think you know he's great. Again, great at moving the ball. He plays the game how how we want to play it, how Moyes wants the, the, the lads to play it, which is really important. You know, you don't want anyone going too rogue. Um, but on top of that, I think because we don't, we don't see a great deal of him, obviously, we, you know, he's not he's not always uh, kind of a big I part of yeah. the squad. But when, when he's needed, when he's there, he slots in really, really well. Um, now, I know that should be the point of it. You know, obviously, you know, even though he's kind of sat on the bench, even the reserves, even, you know, all, everyone should be able to slot in really well. You could, you know, when he's part of it, you don't notice. It's not like, ah, we've had to put, you know, Fredericks on today. Um, yeah, and yeah. because of that, we're not doing, you know, we're not covering this part of ground very well. He does seem to slot in really well. Again, he just, you know, he seems to communicate with the with the guys really well and and play exactly how we want to play. So I'm going to check him in there. I think we've got, a, I think he's got a lot more to give uh, the team um, next season. I think we'll, we'll hopefully, he'll, he'll start to come into his own more and, and we'll see more of him. But, um, uh, yeah, I also like the fact that uh, I can't remember who it was came off. Uh, I think it might must have been Noble came off or whatever, and and Fredericks momentarily took the captain's arm. <laughs> so for that reason, he's on. And not just that, I'm going to make him captain as well. Just make just because, just, I, just I'm going to give him his day. 
yeah. given his day, give Fredericks his day. There's, we have a guy on the, on the channel uh, who watches it called Wally, Wally's World, and he's a massive Ryan Fredericks yeah. fan. So he'll he'll love the fact he loved the fact that he had he was captain for about a minute. Uh, yeah, okay, that was really funny. <laughs> right, but for, I think Fredericks. I think you know he's a he's a very pacey player. And I think you can't teach yeah. pace, so I think that's always a valuable asset. Right, let's move into midfield then, Harry. Who are you gonna, who's your first midfielder? Okay, so we'll go with Sushek then. Um, yeah, you, you know, got to be part of it. Um, I've I've got another reason as well uh, uh, for Sushek, but um, again, his height gives him just fantastic presence. Um, you know, he is a big box when balls are coming in. Um, he's, you know, he scored some absolute corkers this season, and I, I just find that he's enjoyable to watch as well. He's just, yeah. you know, he's nice to watch. Again, he's very respectful of the game, and I think, I think it comes from the fact that he just seems like a nice guy. Um, yeah. If I'm honest, I mean. you know, he just—I I don't know if you've seen him much on Instagram. He just seems like a nice family man. You know, he just he enjoys his football, and he and he puts in a shift, and he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Again, he's not one of those who gets his head down. He doesn't give up. Actually, my good friend of mine won. Uh, signed shirt from his uh, a couple of months ago and he um he put it up on his instagram story like videos of him shipping it off and everything and then dm the guy to make sure he got it and like spoke to him for a bit and he you know he just made the time and and that guy's been a, a long-term fan wasn't expecting anything like that and i think people like that are really important on the pitch and off the pitch you know if you if you can have someone who is not only a, a fantastic asset to the team but also you know doing great things, interacting with fans, keeping people happy, um, mm. then I think, you know, you're kind of, you're onto a winner there. So yeah, again, would be a really sad day to see him leave as well. If, if, if that ever happened. Yeah. I, I agree with what you mean. He, he's, he think they, they both seem very humble player players in terms mm. of that, but not just players as people in general. So I think you're right. I think, mm. and, and it's nice when stuff that happens like that happens because it doesn't, it may, I mean, mm. it takes 30 seconds out of Suchek's life to phone someone. Yeah. Um, or sort of send him a DM, but that that in the modern world, that's the same as us getting a signature or that's an autograph. A yeah, that's an exactly. autograph now, isn't it? A like or a, a share or a retweet is yeah. is the new wall, and even more so because we can't get in within two meters. Can't of anyone, get anyone. Any <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, well, check might be able to do it because it's so tall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could lean over, literally lean over, yeah. and still and sign, and still be two meters. Yeah, unless you've got those massive pens, but yeah. I don't yeah, think. he's been quite quiet lately. I think um, you know. Yeah, I, don't so know I think it's Declan Rice. Of... I think yeah. Yeah, Rice, I think so. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah, definitely. But um, but no, hopefully he'll kind of be back to you know how he was performing, kind of yeah. first and first, first and kind of second quarter of the season um, for next season. That would be that would be fantastic. He, he I agree. It's invaluable when he's on when he's in top form. Most definitely. Right. Okay. Who's next? Who's next then? It is Rice, um, and I'm I, obviously sorry, Rice. I have given the the captain's armband away to uh, Fredericks already. Fredericks. But, <laughs> but, um, Rice actually, you know, there's a million things you could say about how fantastic a player is, especially for his age. Yeah. I mean, I can't. The fact he's younger than me just scares me. You know, he's it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, you know, I really hope. Again, I really hope that he stays i really hope that we hang on to him obviously he's hounded all day every day by chelsea fans but hopefully there's no chance of him going back um but i mean one of the things one of the, the main reasons again there's too many things to pick about the way he plays football um so one thing that i wanted to say which uh, might be a bit of a more different point then is for, again from the business side for west ham as a club um with things like his social commentary that he's been doing on the matches while he's been yeah. you know while he's been sidelined has been fantastic. And again, he's one of those players that just makes West Ham that team that people want to support. And I think obviously yeah. 
you know, you see you see someone wearing a West Ham shirt, and most of the time it's going to have rice on the back these days. Um, you know, in the, it, for the past kind of year anyway, it's all I'm seeing is is rice shirts, and I think you know, obviously that's really really important. He's a real asset to the club again on a, on and off the pitch. Um, yeah. I think coming at it from from my point of view, from like a social social media and business point of view, it's always really really positive to see players like that that can you know influence and and get involved with with modern trends and kind of make sure that the club stays ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, because all the others are going to you know one day yeah. that is going to be whether we like it or not. That's going they're all going to need a TikTok and to be joining yeah. in with the dancers. And Rice is already getting stuck in there, but yeah. also putting in a, a shift on the pitch it's really important no i totally agree and i totally echo that harry totally i think it, it and also just because his, his personality comes across really well as well he's not uh, say a standard footballer in terms of how he presents himself when he has his interviews and stuff like that and mm. you know he's, he's he's still despite the fact he's you know obviously played so many games and, and all this stuff he, you know he still comes across like just like a normal guy who like he loves football and and that's so important it's so important but yeah i totally agree with the whole social business side as well i mean he's 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 not stupid at all very clever boy he's right okay we've got sushi we've got rice who is next okay next up we're going to put uh ben rama um so we're going to kind of move into the into the attacking midfield side before we 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 push to a final striker but i'm so happy that he got his first goal um you know i mean you hear things about about Ben Rama that just remind you that you know again he's one of the nice guys in in football, but I find that sometimes he frustrates me a bit when he gets a bit too tricksy. Sometimes he wants to hold on to the ball yeah, for yeah. a bit too long, um, but when that pays off, it's you know it's something that we. I mean now we Lingard's you know plays a bit like that sometimes too, but we didn't really have that. You know we had we have good players with good presence who are you know fast, strong, and, and know what they're doing, but. We didn't really have kind of that guy who goes in there and you know does all the fancy footwork and can get out of a situation where he's surrounded by three defenders and and Ben Rama is one of those people um, and I think because of that because he's the own one of the only ones playing that kind of style um, he's actually quite a quite a good asset for for us yeah. and I think he's got again he's got a lot more to show us um, so uh, yeah I look forward to seeing it yeah definitely I know exactly what you mean he's he's a trickster and and he just offers something different isn't he then and, and and i think we you know west ham fans traditionally have always warmed towards those maverick players dimitri Pyatt, you mentioned mm. and, and joe cole and Paolo canio and these type of players who could just you know mm. bring him on and he, he he could easily win the game on himself hopefully having scored his got his duck off his back in terms of scoring that goal the other which was a fantastic goal as well it wasn't just the fact that he was his yeah. first goal it was a really cool good goal. goal as well um yeah. and to be honest he was doing that all the time at brentford he was pinging him in like that all the time so yeah. um for me i think it's uh, I, I hope to see this sort of again trajectory we've, we're using long words today but you know I, it, it seems hopefully you know the shackles will be off i know what you mean about sometimes it is a bit frustrating sometimes when it's not clicking for him it, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a pass too quickly or it's or he, he's he thinks that someone's going to be over there and they're not following his run or you know he overruns yeah. it slightly but i think you know you take that with these players you know they're not yeah. gonna. You know yeah. some players, Suchek. Suchek isn't gonna do a a Rabona, and you know no. he's gonna just play. It. So and that's his job. That's what he does. He mm. doesn't lose the job. Ben Rama can be our trickster because we've got, as you said, particularly this team, you have got Rice and Suchek next to him. So yeah, um, yeah. Right. Okay. Said is in. Who is next? Well, it has to be Lingard. It just it just has to be. Um, you know Lingard, our Lord and Savior. I hope he stays. Uh, 
I can, you can just, it's just lovely to see him there. You can tell that, you know, he feels appreciated, obviously. I mean, it's all you see is about kind of the issues that he had with Man United. And I think, you know, that's, it's one of those things where you, you just love, I mean, it's one of those, uh, I told you so things, I guess, for him, you know, you love to see someone like that who's, you know, never really had the chance to prove people wrong. Um, and it's nice to support the club that gave him that opportunity and show that he is still a, a world-class player, really. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think I, I, I think what I, you can also see is he really appreciates that as well. The fact he's been given Definitely. this platform, this kind of springboard um, to, to show off and, and, and show what he can do because... He is, you know, he again. He's he's kind of got the best of both worlds. So there's like I was saying, there's, he's he's got bits of you know fancy footwork and things like that with Ben Rama. But then equally, he'll do a you know a, a Suchek Rice style run um, yeah. through everyone just from pay, sheer pace and and putting the ball in the right place. And I think again, it must have been tricky for him to just come in and and adapt to this very different style of mm. of football and and playing with a with the team like the West Ham have at the moment, but you'd never know if that was difficult because he's done it perfectly. Um, and yeah. I don't think oh. whose internet's gone? Is it my internet or is Harry's internet's gone? Let's have a look. I think it might be Harry's. <laughs> Oh, oh, he's back. He's there. He's there. There he is. I lost you. I'm back. Oh, he's back. He's back. I'm back. I'm hoping he's, I'm you, back. He's in, in mid flow. He's in mid Jaylings flow. No, no. <laughs> Forgive me, Jesse Lingard. I'm sure he can. Um, but yeah, I just think, and also again, the interaction. I mean, as you said, you're mates with, with Jack. Um, and I really hope that tattoo happens and that he does tattoo Jack. Um, but fair play to him just for replying. I mean, just the fact that he's replying yeah. um, and kind of spurring that on and building up hype and everything around him and the connection to the club and, you know, other well-known fans of the club like Jack, who's obviously got a big presence with, with you know, West Ham supporters. I think fair play to him for, for getting stuck in and, you know, just becoming part of the part of the team, even though obviously it's a, it's a loan. He, he hasn't treated it like that. He's treated it like no, that's, that's this is his point. place now. That is a really good point in terms of that, in terms of he hasn't just treated it like he's going to go back to Old Trafford. He's sort of like, mm. he's embraced himself within the, you know, within the, the lifestyle of being a West Ham. You know, he lives, you know, he's, his flat looks like it's about 20, you know, 20 metres away from the stadium. So, you know, so, <laughs> hold on, just, there's, there's just had a massive like thunderstorm, Jesus. Um, <laughs> right, so put Jaylings in. God, it's not ominous, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Is Jesse going to stay? <laughs> the gods are spoken. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, okay. Who's next? Who's next then, Harry? Right. Okay, so we've got two more. Um, and I'm going to put uh, Jared Bowen in next. Um, the reason for me is I, I think he's massively underrated. Again, he's one of those hard workers who he really does put he really does put in a shift. And I think they always love to say, the commentators always love to bring up that he's the most subbed player in the Prem. And it, it breaks my heart yeah. every time they say it because I think, what a horrible stat. Imagine he watches a match yeah. back and he hears that. Maybe, <laughs> hopefully, he watches them without the commentary. But I just think... You know, I mean, I can see why he's got he's got competition in that you know in that spot. West Ham have options. That is a you know that kind of a, uh, again attacking mid playing forward. That that position is is in demand. We've got quite a few good candidates, so you can see yeah. why it happened. But in my opinion, he's 
he's fast, you know, he's really accurate. And those matches where he has stayed on, you know, he has started and he's stayed on for, you know, towards the end or maybe in the full 90, he's done really well. And West Ham haven't suffered because of it. You know, I, I really... I really think that he's proven, especially you know, in the past couple of months, that he is a you know he's a he's a great part of the squad. He's he's great with getting the ball in the right place. Um, again, he just needs perhaps a bit more of a chance. He just needs to be on you know on the field when you know when the right build-ups are happening, when the right things are happening, and and I think that will happen. Um, but yeah, for me, I just think he's you know he's he's not hugely talked about, and I think it's a shame because he's a, he's a great player. I think when he's when he's when he's on it when he's on it he, you know again he's, he's he's I think he's a really useful player for West Ham and I think you know we don't we, you know we spent you know 16 70 million quid for him so it's not not pocket change so no. we, we thought that you know and Moyes is, is quite good at his old transfers isn't he so um mm. for me it's like he's he's a really exciting player when when he's on it and you know and I think you're right it's the same as Ben Rama really I think he's getting sort of a prolonged running the team and i think you know yeah. you can't if you're coming off the bench or you can't or you're being subbed you don't really get yourself into the game that's the problem with ben rama is you know he keeps coming on and you know you're not tuned into the pace of the game and you know you want yeah. to fill your way in and i think they're both very similar like that in terms of different things obviously bowen's more of a speedster i'd say than but obviously bowen's got a fantastic you know delivery in terms of corners and stuff like that as well which you know we've scored we've done well in corners this season uh, i think we're yeah. top of the league i think for that so you know he has to take some credit as well as cresswell because a lot of those corners have come yeah. in and he can whip a ball in a fantastic ball yeah it was hard to leave right. cresswell out to be honest but yeah i just think i think with bowen is you know he's when he does come on you know when he's not started and he's subbed on it's um you know, I, I do feel like a lot of the time people expect him to then, you know, make a massive difference. But ultimately, he's, re, you know, he's relying on on ever as it as is any sub. They're relying yeah. on the rest of the team, obviously, making sure that he gets, especially when you're playing up front. He needs, you know, he needs the right chances. So hopefully, he'll he'll totally. get a few. Totally right. We've got one more spot left, Harry. Okay, okay. This is a this is a funny one. Um, just because there's a very very loose link between between me and this guy, there would have been a stronger link, but I wasn't around that day. Um, it's it's obviously difficult not to uh, you know to not put Antonio up here because I absolutely love Antonio. Again, I think yeah. he's a fantastic guy, um, fantastic player. But I'm gonna have to put Marlon Harewood up front. Oh, do you know what? I, I had my finger over <laughs> Dean Ashton because I was thinking Norwich. I thought there might be a connection there, but no, Marlon Harewood. I like it. Mazza, ah, the big man. Well, the link the, that. That would have been more of a link, and that would be something I could probably talk about. This is a very small link. Um, I like it. Some uh, some colleagues of mine. He he has a. I don't know if you've seen, but some he has like a luxury van conversion company now. Well, um, I'm not being funny. Uh, if, you <laughs> if you followed me on Twitter or Instagram, rather, you wouldn't know. It, yeah, because it's always in the fucking cars. Yeah, Marlon, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he um so yeah, so so uh as part of like uh something that we we're working on, um some colleagues of mine went up and filmed him talking about this and you know, his kind of like change from football to um to to yeah, making luxury van conversions and yeah. obviously met him, spent a whole day with him. Um and apparently he was just absolutely lovely, really accommodating, um, couldn't have been nicer. Um, and I think, you know, when when someone's had such a, you know, quite a long and successful career in football, you know, obviously reaching reaching the premiership and stuff, and they've got kind of all that money and they're doing a business now, but the kind of the business is run and they're kind of not the face, but, you know, the name behind it. You don't necessarily know what you're going to get. You know, there's a, yeah. let's just put it this way. There's a lot of opportunities for people who have obviously hit 
fantastic positions to to not be the nicest and you never know what you're going to get when you meet people at that level and i wish i'd been there because apparently he was just the nicest guy and so helpful and and so easy to to be around um so whilst i obviously never saw him him play for west ham i'm gonna put him up there um because then because i've picked the the team i assume that means i'm moisy which means i get to meet him and then I can, there you go. <laughs> I can do it. There we go. You can meet, so, uh, meet the big man himself. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. That's uh, the Marlon Harewood up front. Um, as, Brilliant. As the, he, he can play the the kind of lone, stri- uh, lone striker role and, and Bowen and Lingard can... Well, be- I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I've, I've, I've only got 4 4 on me. So so I've, I've made it work. We've made it work. So that's what I mean. You know, so it's, man, it, it's, it's interchangeable, but I like it. I like it. I like it. And I think, I think, you know, I think that's quite, that's quite a sweet thing about Marlon. We know he's a lovely guy as well. So um, hmm. I know he's bloody busy as well because he, he, he probably replies to about one in about 20 DMs <laughs> I send him. So I know how busy he must be. But uh, yeah. no, yeah. He's, and, and do you know what? It's been really fun, Harry, because as you said, it's, you, know, you come from a, a, a relatively new perspective. So, you, you know, you can see things. And I think it's, it's great to give people like Ben Rahm a proper, and even Fredericks, even Ryan bloody hmm. Fredericks. Why not? You know, he's, he's he's pulled the shirt on a number of times, and and it's great to see. And you know, I think that I think the team will will basically improve next season. You'll see a lot more of Bowen and Ben Rama. Definitely a lot more Ben Rama, I reckon, next season. Particularly yeah. obviously in Europe as well. It'll be quite interesting to see how they how they all function in Europe. But uh, Harry, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so no, much. Thank you for having me. This has been uh, yeah, a yeah fantastic experience. It's great to come on and and talk about West Ham and and, and meet you too. Brilliant. No, thank you so much. And obviously, thanks everyone for watching it or listening to it. Whatever you do, give it a like, give it a share. Uh, and go and check out Harry's music. Go and check out Harry's music. We'll put a link in the description. And uh, and he's on YouTube and he's a TikToker and he does all that stuff as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a TikToker. I'll be honest, I'm not a TikToker. No? My daughter's flows proper into it. She's proper into My daughter, she's eight and she's proper into mm. TikTok. And, she, and I sort of walk into her. I walk into a bedroom and she'll be, have like the iPad up on a stand and like getting ready to do a dance. And I just, I just, I'm just not, I'm not a TikToker, I'll be honest. No, um, no. But yeah, I'm just about going to, I'm just about going to Instagram, but you know, so anyway, but anyway, um, anyway, for myself and from Harry, take care everyone, stay safe, wash those hands, get those jabs when you get your appointments, uh, come on you irons and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care everyone, much love. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.